Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello. Welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay. As always, joined by Troy. We are here to talk about a bit of NXT UK. How are you, mate? Hello, darling. I'm all right, mate. How are you? You made a little cameo on this episode, didn't you? You're fucking right, I did. I didn't expect to. They, they, oh. they put them weirdly, didn't they? The way they record it and put them out. And... Yeah, because there was three off one taping, and then there was one off the one you were up. Yeah, that threw me. I was like, and oh. a shit ton of backstage. So it was almost like you went, "All oh, right, we've got like five minutes left. Let, let's just squeeze this match in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, who's that?" Make it an hour. It who's felt that like handsome there was... bastard. <laughs> It felt like there was a lot of stuff that had kind of been shoe-owned in this episode. Not a bad way, but yeah. Yeah, it felt yeah. like they'd squeezed quite a lot of stuff in there. Mm. Um, yeah, before we uh, do get too deep into this, I believe you've got some tidbits for us, mate. I have, mate. I have. I've got, got a new thing now if we want to do tidbits. Oh, God, so what is it? We're going to do it. We're going to do the 25th of November, today's date, and uh, tomorrow, 26th of November. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you four four different dates to pick and then i'll give you the tidbit from that date um okay before we do uh there are a couple of birthdays in 1990 uh raul mendoza and that's pretty much it 1942 blackjack mulligan isn't he is he the great granddad of uh, way uh bray wyatt uh, Robert DeRoy Wyndham, yes. Then yes, he is. Yes, he is. Top oh, no, man. no, we, hang on. He must Wyndham. have been born in 1942. Oh, no, 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 no. Surname's Rotunda, not Wyndham. His first name's Wyndham. I was going to say his first name's yeah. Wyndham. Also, a Johnny Valiant, the Valiant Brothers. Oh, yeah. I saw and that Josh there, Matthews, but... the Matthews the, uh, of the Impact. Of the ah, oh, I recognised his name, but I wouldn't know who he was. More importantly, Connor the Crusher. Ah, oh, fuck! Oh, so it is. Did not Rest see that. Yeah, Rest and Carsten back. There's quite a few that Carsten back from him, um, from uh, WXW. Was very good heel. Ah, yeah. I think he. I think he died like last year or the year before. Oh, okay. Not that long. We're very good healer. But yeah, mm. Connor. Connor the Crusher. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, so I'm going to give you the option, mate. So you can choose 2017, uh, 2007, 2000, or 1992. And there's there's four to choose from. I'll give you two. You can pick two of the four. You don't have to give me them both at once, but yeah, choose what so, you got. 2017, 2007, 2000, and 2007 makes me think it could be a wild impact one, so let's have a go with that. <laughs> You're wrong. Mm. 2007, November 25th, from the Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium in Osaka, Japan, Dragon Gate presents the Gate of Destiny. Oh, he's on the Dragon Gate. 
Oh, mate, I, I'll be honest. I don't recognize a lot of these. <laughs> uh, Six-person tag match. Uh, Shinobu and Shisha Boy and Stalker Ichikawa defeated Ape Kim- Kimata, MCKZ, and Yuki Ono. Never heard of any of them. Uh, Anthony W. Mori and Pac. We know Pac. Uh, and Super Shisha okay. defeated BXB Hulk, El Generico, and Yamato. Uh, I know everyone off the losing team, though. <laughs> Arik Cannon and Genki Horiguchi defeated Akira Tozawa and Kenjiro Arai. Nice. Um, Magnitude Kiwishada defeated Cyber Kong. The fuck is Cyber Kong? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don Fuji, Kness, uh, Masiki Mochizuki defeated Gamma, Nosiwara Rongai, and Yashi, Yashushi Kanada in an eight person tag uh, to retain the Open the Triangle Gate title. There's a fucking tongue twisters in here. <laughs> This was easy. Dragon Kid defeated Kenzo Suzuki. There you go. Oh, Dragon Kid rules. Uh, Masoto. Dragon Kid. Actual what? Witch? Yeah. <laughs> just, just literally, when, when you're done here, just look up for like a Dragon Kid highlight video package and then let me know when you have. <laughs> All right, will do. Because he's like <laughs> Rey Mysterio on fucking speed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the next match uh, for the Open the Twin Gate title, uh, Masato Yoshino and Naruki Doi defeated Ryo Saito and Sashumi Yokosuka. And Ryo Saito's done a moonsault off a, a rail right in front of me. At a, in nice. The nice. Yeah. And for the Open the Dream Gate title, Sima defeated Shingo Tagagi. Bet you that fucked. Yeah, I bet. Uh, what else you want to pick, mate? You've got 2017, 2000, and 1992. Um, 2000 makes me think it could be Survivor Series. 2000, which I can't remember what it was. So let's go for 2000. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to give you another option. I'll give you the one for 2000. But looking at it, there were only two matches on the card. So I'm going to allow you to have that one. Uh, and another no, one. what's 2000? <laughs> uh, from School of the Museum oh, of Fire Kaiju Big Battle, in Boston, it? Massachusetts. Kaiju Big Battle Mayhem in the Atrium 4. <laughs> I was thinking two matches. There's only one promotion. I know that does like two matches a show. <laughs> in a hair versus hair match. Dusto Bunny defeated Co Feng, and for the Kaiju Grand Championship, Spacebug defeated Doctor Cube to become the new Kaiju Grand Champion. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we've got that shit show out of the way. Would you like 2017 or 1992? Let's go 92. 1992 from Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. WWF presents Survivor Series. There we go. And you, and you. And you last week's uh, NXT UK, we had Survivors, Survivor Series 2017. That's what I was trying to get, Survivor Series. Ah, I see. Um, just before I go into that, to let you know, the other one, I'm kind of glad you picked this one. Uh, the 2017 option was WWE Starcade 2017. Oh, God, that was a fucking tire fire. <laughs> Aaron, unfortunately, picked one of the Starcades yesterday, and it was fucking appalling. There were more WWE that- ones, though, or WCW? D- WWE 2017, mate. No, did Aaron pick? Oh, did Aaron pick that show? Aaron picked that. Yeah, he picked Starcade 2018, I think it was. 
Christ. Yeah, there, there the were there were more dark matches on that show than actual matches. Well, it was just a house show that they put like an hour of on the network, wasn't it? Yeah, it's pants. Anyway, 92 Survivor Series. Uh, opening match, Fatu and Samu defeated Coco Beware and Owen Hart. Big Boss Man defeated Nails in a nightstick on a pole match. Tatanka defeated Rick Martel. Mr. Perfect and Randy Savage defeated Razor Ramon and Ric Flair. Yokozuna defeated Virgil, because of course he did. Um, Aaron's favourite tag team, the Nasty Boys, <laughs> and Earthquake and Typhoon, the Natural Disasters, uh, beat the team of Bo Beverly, Blake Beverly, or the Beverly Brothers, Erwin R. Scheister, and one, Teddy Biossi. One of them's his... father of Von Wagner, isn't he? Who is? One of, one oh, of, one the, of Beverly the Beverly Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo Bre- Beverly, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Beverly Brothers and... Uh, IRS and Ted DiBiase, were they, they were Money Inc., weren't they? They were a tag team. Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, that was a traditional five-on-five, five, uh, sorry, four-on-four four Survivor Series match. Um, yeah, Nasty Boys and Natural Disasters won that. Uh, in a casket match, The Undertaker defeated Kamala. Fuck me, three minutes 34. That was the shortest match on... No, that and Yokozuna and Virgil, both three minutes 34. I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, the Undertaker-Kamala match most of it was before the bell actually rang. Oh, really? There was loads where Kamala was like scared of the coffin so he wouldn't get in the ring. So they were trying <laughs> to like, they were trying to tempt him into the ring. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then, in the final match for the WWF World Heavyweight title, Bret Hart defeated Shawn Michaels by submission. Bit of foreshadowing. In 1992. Yeah. Very odd. Yeah. Brett champion. Yeah. Retained. Aye. I'm trying to think what, what year, like what mania 92 was. Oh, nine, wasn't it? I don't remember. I mean, I sort of do it? remember. I couldn't tell you what. I think it was on the way to Brett versus Yoko. At... Oh, well, then Hogan came in at the end. Yeah, because 92 Royal Rumble was Flair. Flair had gone by mania, I think. He won the Rumble in 92, didn't no. he? Was... Yeah, no, Flair was on the card, wasn't he? Yeah. Flair was gone by Mania in 93. Mm. I think he left after the Rumble the following year. Okay. Hogan was off filming something, which was why he came back at Mania 9 with a black eye, because Brett had lamped him. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, when he came to save Bret Hart from the evil Japanese Samoan man. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward, uh, we'll go to November 26th, so tomorrow's date at time of recording. A uh, couple of birthdays, uh, 1976. I always used to call him Default Man. It's Maven. He looks like the default creator character on a wrestling game. He really does. <laughs> no lies uh, detected there. We've also got in 1961, uh, Ivory. Hmm. Yeah. Member of the original Glow TV series, I think, wasn't she? She was. She was indeed. And we also have in 1966, uh, Brian Lee. Remember Brian Lee? Prime time, Brian Lee. Brian Lee, also known the as Chains fake Undertaker. Fake Undertaker. That's it. Um, I'm not sure there were, there's a few more in there, but I don't recognize them. Purple Haze, Bobby Shields, Kit Osborne, El Hero Del Villano. Heard of Kit Osborne. Don't know who he is. I'm, 
I'm looking at a picture of him and no dice. Oh, he got he got beaten by Charlie Evans a couple of days ago in a death match though, so that was quite good. Oh. Sweet. Yeah. Seeing Charlie Evans next year. Whoop, whoop. Charlie Evans, the best. Yes, boy. Um, friend of the podcast, Charlie Evans. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll go to some pay-per-views. We'll do the same. So you've got the options of 2006, yeah. 2000, 1995, or 2018. That's in the wrong order. So I'll, I'll do it in... in Ascending numerical order or descending. I don't know. 2018, 2006, 2000 or 1995. I'm going to double down on hoping I get some wild impact show and go 2006. 2006. It's not impact, I'm afraid. What is from, it? The, from the Wells Fargo Center, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, WWE presents Survivor Series. No way. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a dark match, Carlito defeated Charlie Haas in a traditional four-on-four Survivor Series match. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Ron Simmons, and Sergeant Slaughter defeated the Spirit Squad, Johnny, Kenny, Mikey, and Nikki. Nice. For the United States Championship, Chris Benoit defeated by submission Chavo Guerrero to retain um for the wwe women's championship mickey james defeated lita to become the new women's champion uh the second traditional five on five survivor Survivor series match cm punk jeff hardy matt hardy sean michaels and triple h defeated edge gregory helms johnny nitro mike knox and randy orton i love that match 11 and a half minutes for a Survivor Series yeah. match. DX just like DX the Hardys and Punk just squashed them. Wow. That Shawn, Mike, Shawn Michaels is being typical, like not giving a shit about, about the match. Shawn Michaels, like he, he just he, he super kicks uh, Mike Knox and then asks the referee who he is and asks if he works there. Wow. Then he pins him and goes, Who was he again? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a bit where he's doing like, an exchange with Johnny Nitro um, rolls out the ring and like him and Molina do the pose, like the Nitro and Molina pose. Yeah. And then they both turn at each other and realize it's the wrong person's scream. <laughs> it's like proper like Panto dad stuff, but it's Shawn Michaels is fucking hilarious in that match. Brilliant. Whole, whole point of it was there to just make Punk and the Hardys look good. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds like one to go back and watch. Uh, next match in a first blood match, Mr. Kennedy defeated The Undertaker. Mm. And uh, second uh, traditional 5 and 5 Survivor Series match, the team of Bobby Lashley, John Cena, Kane, Rob Van Dam, and Sabu defeated Finley, MVP, Test, The Big Show, and Umaga. And finally, in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, Batista defeated King Booker to become the new world heavyweight champion. I remember that feud being half decent. Yeah, and me. Wasn't uh, it when they got into a fight when they were doing a photo shoot or something? So there was like a little bit of... A, a kind bit, of similar of, to Becky and Charlotte, now bit, you think about it. Bit of actual beef. A little bit of actual heat. Actual heat. <laughs> um, yeah. you've, got, you've got another choice, mate. You can either go to okay. 2018, 2000, or 1995. Let's go to 2018, because we haven't gotten into that decade yet. 2018. All right, then. From the Electric Ballroom in London, England, Progress, Chapter 79, 
one big neck with sausage hands is what this is called. Fantastic. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in the dark match, Jordan Brakes defeated Joe Bailey. Then your opening match, Jordan Devlin, friend of the podcast, defeated Mark Andrews. Oh, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> that's Finn. <laughs> Uh, Ginny and Laura Di Matteo defeated Charlie Morgan and Nina Samuels. Um, next up, Drew Parker defeated ugh, Jimmy Havoc. Um, next match, Jordan Grace defeated Isla Dawn. Trent Seven defeated Kyle Fletcher to retain the Progress Atlas title. Chief Deputy Dunn and Los Federales Santos Jr. defeated Billy Carr and Dan Barry. Eddie, Eddie Dennis defeated Mark Haskins. And in the main event, Travis Banks defeated David Starr. Oh, God. Ooh, that's, 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 that's a troublesome they should, match. <laughs> they, they should have just cancelled it completely. It's a good job it's happened now. <laughs> Might have been two years too late. Um, but I, I reckon that um, the anti-fumble versus Team Tremendous would have been hilariously good. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> G- given, given that um, Team Tremendous dressed like 80s cops and the anti-fumble nice. dressed like actual cops brilliant I think it, that would have been a really it, fun match it sounds like Breezango versus Breezango <laughs> yes <laughs> um, your other two options were uh, 2000 was WCW Mayhem oh god a, damn it that was a monstrous that, card that was the kind of shit I was looking for I mean I can go through it if you want uh, and the other one from 1995 oh god WCW presents World War 3 <laughs> Aaron managed to pick two World War Three ones yesterday. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. I'll quick. Do you, do you want me to quickly give you mayhem from two thousand? Because this this Go was on. the dying days of WCW, wasn't it? Um, I'm aware. I think I've watched that pay per view recently. Actually, <laughs> this, this is a fucking huge ca- twelve match card. Uh, Mike Sanders defeated Queenie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to retain the cruiserweight Queenie for the boys. Ah. <laughs> uh, Shane Helms and Shannon Moore uh, defeated uh, Evan Carragius, Jamie Noble. Evan Courageous. Okay. Uh, Kaz Haishia and Yun Yang in a triangle tag match. Man Cow defeated Jimmy Hart. What the fuck? So, sorry, Man Cow? Man Cow. Like Mansart? Yeah, but Man Cow. Oh, fuck me. I yeah. pay for you. Man- <laughs> Uh, Crowbar defeated Big Vito and Reno in a triple threat match to, do, to retain the WCW hardcore title. Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated Alex Wright, Brian Adams, and Brian Clark in a handicap tag match. Ernest the Cat Miller defeated Shane Douglas. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Sergeant Awol. General Reaction, sorry, General Rection <laughs> defeated Lance Storm uh, to become the new United States champion. Jeff Jarrett defeated Buff Bagwell. Um, Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash defeated Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak to become new World Tag Team Champions. Goldberg defeated Lex Luger. And in the main event, Scott Steiner defeated Booker T in a straight jacket steel yeah. cage match to become the new WCW World The match we all came for. <laughs> you can only beat your, your opponent by first putting a straight jacket on them. Brilliant. Yeah. WCW 2000, everyone. WC 2000. WCW 2000 better than doing drugs. <laughs> you don't need the drugs. Um, speaking of doing drugs, I've found one that you may have overlooked that I'd like oh. to share. I, there's probably a reason I overlooked it. Don't worry about it. 
let, let's play a game of guess who the wrestler trying to avoid copyright infringement is as Hulkamania presents Let the Battle Begin Day 3. Oh my God. So in the opening match, the Pimp Father defeated Heidenreich. The Pimp Father? Have a wild right. guess who that is. Friend, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> uh, Shannon Moore defeated... The fuck is this guy? I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Matt Cross. Okay, I was just, well, just reading that. Spartan 3000. <laughs> right. Spartan 3000. Sean Morley. It's actual Matt Cross or Son of Havoc from Lucha Underground. Uh, right. Sean Morley defeated Nick Dinsmore. Sean Morley being Val Venus. Yeah, Nick Dinsmore being Eugene. Wow. <laughs> Brutus. Oh, by the way, uh, Shannon Moore and Spartan 3000 went to a time limit draw. <laughs> Um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Mr. Anderson defeated Orlando Jordan and Osu Fatu. Osu Any Fatu. ideas on Rikishi? You're close. His oh, little baby brother, Umanga, yeah. Umanga. Um, Brian Christopher, Christopher, the Nasty Boys, and Kishi defeated Billy Blade, Black Pearl, Caden Anthony, and the Vampire Warrior. In a traditional Survivor Series match. Wow. Vampire Warrior being Gangrel. Friend of the podcast, Gangi. Gangi. Top lad. Fanging um, and banging. And I'm just seeing if any of these others are anyone. Um, oh, Black Pearl is an Anawari. Oh, okay. But I don't know which Anawari. Because it doesn't say his other ring name, so I'm guessing he's not a famous one. <laughs> and Billy Blade is the other name he went by by was Rock of Love. I have no idea. Nope. I'm guessing because it was in Australia. I'm guessing they were a local independent talent, maybe. Re- right there. No. Let's have a look. Black no, Pearl. he's from California. Okay. Uh Black Pearl is uh Reno Anawai. Yeah. Is his name. Not a clue. Not a clue. I mean, he he definitely looks like an Anawai. <laughs> I think he could be an Uso brother because he's been tagged with Rikishi a few times on his match history. Uh, and in the main event, Hulk Hogan defeated Ric Flair. Of course he did. In 2009. Of course he did. <laughs> which was, I believe, two years. Was it two years? Three years after Flair retired at WrestleMania. Retired? Yeah. Bunny is. <laughs> and if you look at the pictures from that, they both bleed a lot. Of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a tire fire the Hulkamania tour is. <laughs> I, I was looking for something else. I was looking I was looking for the card of um, Mayhem to try and remind myself. And I went too far. I was like, hang on, what's this? And so Hulkamania was like, oh, no. That's oh, going to be dreadful. But yeah, um, should, should we talk a bit, a little bit of NXT for the boys? Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Right, so, started off, funny enough, that progress one would have been a much better segue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, you piqued my interest with WCW Mayhem too much. Um, <laughs> it start, we start off with Mark Andrews versus Jordan Devlin. Um, before the match, we see uh, Andrews panicking because they can't find Danny Luna anywhere. Um He's not panicking enough, though, to stop him from walking around like a bellin. <laughs> as soon as he gets out of the ring, he's still doing doing a silly walk. But, you know, just, just mustn't be that serious. 
Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, in the match itself, Devlin uh, slaps Andrews. Andrews, it kind of fires him up the end of trading chops. And then Devlin eventually manages to slow down the pace. Um, he maintains control of the match, like, with that slower pace. Um, every time he goes to the Devlin side, though, Andrews manages to get a reversal. Uh, first, first time he does it, he goes for, like, a tornado DDT. Um there was a really cool spot where Andrews caught a leapfrog and hits a set-up powerbomb on Devlin. Yeah, that was cool. Um, little, little bit of a slow match. I think it was weird that we got this match so quick after um, Andrews and Fraser. Yeah. Because yeah. the pace was way like way slower. Obviously, with like Devlin, he's got a bit more of a methodical pace. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think it hurt Andrews a little bit. Yeah. Being that. That slow. You, yeah. Um. Not, not too much of a bad way to be honest, but no, because it was still a um, fun match. I still really enjoyed it, but I, I get what you mean. After, after coming off the back of him and Nathan Fraser, this was like complete it, kind of yeah. It, it didn't really show what Andrews is capable of. Mm-hmm. It was more showcasing Devlin, and obviously yeah. I get that with the point, but yeah, still speaking um, of Devlin, he looks ripped to fuck. Yeah, like he looks also, real lean. Like obviously it's the next set of tapings, but his hair's fucking grown loads a lot. Yeah, like little yeah. slip back hair from like his little uh, gelled <laughs> spiky hair from the fucking 90s he had the other week. Looking good. Um, yeah, so uh, Devlin goes for another Devlin side. Andrews uh, shoves him into the corner. Devlin charges, goes for like going like clothesline. Andrews like sort of vaults him onto the apron and Devlin kind of lands on his feet and then pops back over immediately yeah. with a vault and cutter. That looked really cool. That was um, cool. Just before we did that, he hit like a... It was like a corkscrew thing he did into the ring, like from the outside. Like, because he did the cutter as well was really cool, but he did this like spinning corkscrew thing. I don't know what it was, but it looked fucking ace. Like, yeah. as you say, like Devlin slowed down the pace and was really methodical, but when he wants to bust out these kind of like high flying, like really quick moves and they kind of come out of nowhere, he does that and then slows it back down again. Really, I think really that's good. the, and that's like the sort of difference between Devlin and like. And Mark Andrews, though, isn't it? Like Devlin works a lot more the WWE style, so to speak. Yeah. Where, yeah, he, he only busts out stuff like that when he needs to. Whereas Mark Andrews is very just does that for of, fun. Obviously, like um, N- Nigel McGuinness uh, plugged his clothing brand, but he, <laughs> yeah, he, he said so, I can't remember what he said now. Oh, what was it? Defy uh, something skinny wrestlers or something like defend that. Defend skinny, skinny wrestling. Defend skinny. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And instead of defending the wrestling. Um, <laughs> which is quite fitting that Mark Andrews has signed the WWE when he's got a fucking t-shirt to set defend indie wrestling on <laughs> working for the promotion that tried to kill British wrestling <laughs> but I digress um, yeah so uh, and Andrews um, and Devlin are fighting on top Devlin's trying to get a Spanish fly uh, Andrews knocks Devlin off the top uh, and pretty seamlessly then jumps off and hits a code red yeah man it was like Banging. it was kind of like um, it it was almost like how I think Adam Cole should hit the Panama Sunrise. Yeah, yeah. like doing it in a way where like not not as they're waiting for him to do it as they're getting back to the feet. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It looks too. I hate to use the word stage, but it does. Like they're they're just sat there, kind of waiting for it. Like. Cole's whole setup, and I've, I've said it before, I will say it again, but Cole's whole setup doing the Panama Sunrise, like doing it off the turnbuckle gives absolutely nothing to the move. Like it doesn't add anything. 
and at least like in this instance, like it was seamless the way like he kind of went from from the top rope and rolled over and did that. And it was really good. But as you say, like just as they're kind of getting back up, makes more sense for him to hit a move like that. So yeah, looks yeah. a lot better in my opinion. Um, he then goes for four to pieces and uh, Devon gets his feet up. Um, then Andrews uh, hits a stun dog millionaire as Devon's kind of trying to. I think it looked like he was originally going for Devlin side and then he kind of switched it up and tried to go for a brain buster instead. Yeah. So again, it it actually made sense for a rare time. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, suplex me, please. Because <laughs> Devlin was on the upper hand. Um yeah. Devlin rolls out the ring as Andrews goes up again for fall to pieces. Uh, Andrews hits a corner more, moonsault to the outside. Um they end up fighting on the outside for a bit and Devlin throws him into the barricade and Andrews barely makes the count. And pretty much as Andrews is getting in, Devlin just pulls just him up and murders him straight into him thing. with it. Devlin like, that one looked really vicious as well. Like I think they even said on commentary. I think because like, he released looked, it, that looked like it had a bit more bite on it. Yeah, because I th- well, I think the way the way he did it, if he hadn't have released it, he would literally just drop them on his head. Yeah, yeah. So he released it, so he kind of landed on his like back and shoulders a bit more. Mm-hmm. Still land on his head, but you know, not as <laughs> not like right on top of his fucking head. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was very really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite a fun match. Uh, as I say, but the methodic pace didn't really benefit Andrews too much. No. But it it was it was all about showcasing Jordan Devlin, wasn't it? Absolutely. Um moving on, we got uh Sid Scarlett uh, announcing that Mustache Mountain Best Pretty Deadly 2 is gonna take place in two weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Um looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Very excited. And they, they did was... a lot. I was going to say they did a lot throughout the show really to kind of make this match feel really important mm. yeah there was a couple of bits um, like a couple of kind of backstage promo we got the announcement and then obviously we're going to later a couple of backstage promo bits um, yeah this was filmed last Wednesday so yep. like throwing that whole when they film it to when they broadcast it thing just kind of all over the place like yeah really and that's good off. though because it means that like the show isn't necessarily like you, you sometimes get people who'll watch a show based on the fact like they were there, but mm. they like to see how it, like how it was when it, they watch it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas if they kind of give you no kind of indication of what matches are on the card, mm-hmm. people they hope maybe they open people not like give out the spoilers in order. Yeah, and also be able to go, oh yeah, there's me. I didn't see this match. I was just watching anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think Impact do a similar thing with their tapings as well when they tape them in blocks. Oh, okay. They'll they'll just do like a they they won't like they'll they'll do it to a degree kind of in time, but they won't like always have it within the same like time. Um who have you got for that match? What do you think is gonna happen there? I really want pretty deadly to retain and mustache mountain to like one of them to turn heel on the other. Yeah. But I've got a funny feeling that Mustache Mountain are gonna get the like become the first Grand Slam winners in NXT. Well, Tyler Bates gonna become the first Grand Slam yeah, winner in NXT yeah, yeah. UK because right. it makes it, it just makes a bit more sense mm-hmm. um, to a degree. Um, so yeah, then we see Gallus calling out Tim and his family. Uh, something something square goes something something Gallus. I, I really <laughs> something something really, Raj something something Iron Brew. I just could not be asked with this promo. 
like the yeah. second that like they, they started talking, I was like, oh god, just hurry up, make it cut, make it quick. <laughs> it was like you know when you bump into someone in the pub mm-hmm. and you don't really want to talk to them for that long because you're like with another set of mates. Yeah, and they're like, oh, how you going, mate? How's everything going? And you're just like, you're oh, just like, oh fuck off, make it quick. And he's just kind of politely smiling and nodding, going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And eventually you just have to go, right, I'm, I'm going to have to go back to them because I'm with them. Because <laughs> you're boring the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should go for a drink sometime. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Give me a message. Sure. Yeah, g- give us a shout. Give us a... It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> and we'll, go, we'll, we'll go to Wolfgang's pub on the 1st of never. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then... Um, we get like a little recap of Gradwell and Dar from last week, and then it shows through the week. This is quite cool. Um, Gradwell coming out of like his uh, it looked it looked like they were in like, like a, a hotel big, um, room, like a hotel lobby sort of thing almost. It looked like an Airbnb. <laughs> I thought one of those easy easy Airbnb things. <laughs> yeah, or like like they'd like rented like an apartment block or something for them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Gradwell comes out. Comes out his room fuming that it's three in the morning. He's trying to sleep, and no, I'm still partying. Um, he challenges him to a heritage rules match and says he's going to beat the hangover out of there, <laughs> out of Dar, and then takes he takes Dar's bottle of champagne, and then the camera crew go in. And the best part of this was the camera crew were wearing slippers. <laughs> like you, they put the camera down, so you just see the feet going in. They were wearing slippers. I was pissing myself at that. Um, Look, Bradwell like proper Aggie, and as he grabs the bottle, he's just like, "Keep it down!" <laughs> yeah, um, and he's got his fucking, um, he's got his mohawk like slicked down, mohawk just down because he's not going to yell So yeah, um, it literally then straight away goes to Sid Scarlett, and Gradwell says, "Why isn't it a Heritage Cup match? If it's a Heritage Rules match, uh, Sharon, no, I'm coming." Shar, like he he must change careers so much. He's gone from being the East End Butcher to now the East End Bucky. Yeah, man. Um, big dad from Den- uh, Big Dennis the Menace's dad from the Beano Energy Home <laughs> Yard this week. He had he had the racing times in his pocket, so and he good. had like a little Bucky's pen in his hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was fucking. Br- <laughs> I was pissing myself because his gimmick is just man down at the Bucky's. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, they're trying to argue, and then Johnny Singh comes in. Yes, Johnny Saint. Um, Mate, Sid Scala's face when Johnny Saint showed up was like a kid on Christmas fucking day. Like this big shit eating grin. He was so happy. <laughs> Proper like crap. Kid me getting up. saved by Superman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Noam Dar is like kissing his ass and sucking up to him. And Shah's like, he's joking, you man. <laughs> um, and yeah, Saint basically said, let, let Sid make the, like, make the call. And said, like, makes it official that it's going to be a Heritage Cup match. Yeah. Um, and this leads us to Leah James versus Isla Dawn, where yep. Isla Dawn's got a spooky little box. She has um, eye. As she's entering, saw uh, our logo glowing. Hey, yes, Which boy. It caught, it caught me off guard that because I knew you had like a coloured mask on. So I was looking for the mask whenever you were in the crowd because, like, yeah. Where you were sit was like a bit darker lit than like yeah. the rest of it because those two like beam lights behind where you like at the sides. Mm-hmm. So where you were was like quite dark. So I was like, right, I've got to look how look how for the mask it's brightly called. I just saw our logo pop and I was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. 
Got got to rep the brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it, it did pop on TV, so that's good to know. <laughs> Big shout out to Butcher of Just about to say, Designs for uh, designing out. that new logo for us. Yeah, man. Making a pop. Um, Top lad. So, yeah, uh, this, this was pretty much more or less a squash match. Yeah, for the most part. Um, which was weird because they put like a lot of stock in Aaliyah James in the last couple of weeks and then... It does feel like that. And then, yeah. But Isla to just kind of like squash her, especially yeah. after losing to Angel Hayes, who like, again, got murdered on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Dawn, a little bit of back and forth at the start with a bit of chain wrestling. Dawn hangs uh, James up on the uh, middle rope to gain momentum and then pretty much keeps it, uh, locks in a million-dollar dream. James fights out and fires up. And then more or less out of nowhere, Isla hits like a swing and slide, side slam thing from like a TKO mm. position. Um, pick up the win. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and after the match, he gives Aaliyah a bobble back, which is just such a weird feud. Um, right. What are they doing with Isla Dawn's gimmick? I'm really tired of it now because it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. They're just having to be a bit weird. Like they've they've stopped showing those vignettes that they were shooting of her just pissing about in a graveyard in black and white. Now she's just beating yeah. people up, stealing something, putting it in a box, beating them and giving it them back. Like, where's it going? Maybe I was, in, she's I was gonna, intrigued for like a short moment, and maybe now maybe she's going to get like a um, a faction of spooky girls, and Aaliyah James going to be the first <laughs> faction of spooky the witches of Eastwick. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The, the witches of Hackneywick, don't you mean? <laughs> yes. Oh. There you go. There you the go. The BT Sports Studio is in Hackneywick. Outstanding. Big fan yeah. of your work. You're welcome. You're welcome, <laughs> mate. Um, someone who I'm not a fan of the work of is Zaya Brookside, because fuck me, she can't act. Um, Do you know, Natalie said exactly the same thing. She's like, I get the character she's trying to be, but it's so hokey because she can't act. Yeah. Uh, she's trying to be like a whiny little shit. She can't act at all. Um, she asks for a match against Mako and Sid's kind of just fed up with his shit and goes, you can have it next week. And she's like, oh, I asked my dad. Did my dad speak to him? Like, yeah, he did. Uh, you can have it next week. And she's just like, no, that's I'm not enough time. to prepare. Hey, yeah. Well, do you want the match or not? Because if you want it, you're having it next week. And then she just like goes off and makes angry anti-vaxxer noises. Um, <laughs> She'll probably cough at someone on the tube on the way home. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that. Um, I mean, oh boy. It's not good, is it? Is it it's not good at all, is it? No. Oh, man. They need to, they need to stop building from Liverpool as well. She sounds nothing like anybody. She's not from, from she lives in Leicester. Doesn't even sound like someone from the Whittle. No. <laughs> That's saying something, because they're not from Liverpool either. But at least you try. Are they? Are they the, um, the, what? What are people from the Wirral called? Squirrels, mate. Squirrels, right? Okay. Or wolves, you know. So. Wolves, that's it. Yeah. Woolly, or woolly back or something. I don't know. My mate's from. Where's he from? Where's Manoush from? My mate Manoush is from Liverpool. I can't remember where he's from. Oh, but... I've met Man. Well, I've met Manoush on a Zoom call. He lives around the corner from me, I think. Does he? From what he said, yeah. Ah. Yeah, he lives in. There's. He lives right, so not to not to disclose too much where he lives. There's, there's a place called West Allerton, right? And there's a place by me called Allerton. Oh, okay. Oh, so pretty much same. So I area. think he lives, but West Allerton is on the wheel. Oh, oh, oh! 
but I'm sure because I'm because he said it, and then I was asking him like. Because it was when we were watching, it was the Rumble we watched? It was the Rumble, yeah. And we had about fucking 20 of us on the watch along. Yeah. Because we only spoke like for a couple of seconds and then everyone started talking. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try and talk to you again later. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, come, he'll, he'll come out for the Rumble. Yeah. We'll do the Rumble. Watch. He'll, he'll, he'll be out for it, definitely. Yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah. <laughs> uh, she's not from Liverpool. <laughs> Zoe Brookside is not from Liverpool. Robbie, Robbie Brookside is. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie yeah. Brookside's got a little Everton fucking flagging because of course you can't probably probably got a blue card as well. Um, Scumbag. Uh, he's a friend of a friend, Robbie Brookside. I can't say too many bad things about him. His daughter, on the other hand, <laughs> I, I tan because she's a fucking <laughs> idiot, but can't say anything too bad about uh, Robbie Brookside, um, just in case. <laughs> so yeah, uh, then we get uh, Mustache Mountain and um, Pretty Dad Deal promo. Um, Mustache Mountain basically say two weeks till they become champs and they're acting like it's Christmas already. It's not, <laughs> it's not, lads. It's not. Um, put your nut roasts back, put it back in the freezer. You can't have it yet. <laughs> get your vegan stuffing away, Trent. Come on, calm down, mate. Um, <laughs> and then we got pretty, pretty deadly, uh, looking like badasses as always. Yeah, uh, looking more and more like 80s cops. I love it. <laughs> and he would say what's better than beating Mustache Mountain once beating them twice I, yes, I want them to win so badly I don't I've got the fear that Mustache Mountain is just going to win it um, then we got um, Angel Hayes versus Danny Luna um, or is it Danny that, Luna that, well that's what it was billed as but then Ginny comes out instead when Danny Luna doesn't show up and she says right so she says Danny Luna won't be coming out. You won't be seeing her for a very long time. Is Danny Luna injured? I don't know. I've not seen anything about that. No, was we she know. On your uh, no, she wasn't. None of subculture were. Hmm. Maybe Hopefully she's um... not injured as well. Hmm. Possibly. Look, I've, I've not seen it. I know. Um... I've got a feeling Mark Andrews got injured on one of the tapings. Did he? I'm sure I read that Mark Andrews got injured. Oh. Um, but yeah, so she goes. Oh yeah, she's not. He's not, he's not the only person that got. Time. He's not the only person that got injured on tapings. I, I've heard about Rampage and his broken nose. Um, Ilya must have twatted him to fucking to fucking do that. Ooh. Hopefully, it was the fucking final blow of the match. Otherwise, I think Ilya's probably going to have like a couple of injuries as well. <laughs> <laughs> Internal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Ginny. Um, Says that Con- uh, hers and Joseph Connor's business relationship is over. She's binned him off. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've just put Jim Perium coming. Jim Perium. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. a couple with Aaron Walter. Yeah, man. Um, give it give it a couple of weeks and she'll be murder chopping everyone. She'll be taking taking notes out I of mean, Walter's playbook. I mean, she was way more aggressive than usual in this match. She was. It almost she... felt like a slight character tweak, getting rid of Connors and just... She seemed they, a lot more intense. They said it on commentary as well, like that it felt like there was a bit more of an edge to her, like a kind of more of a focus and a purpose. Mm. She was up, there was a bit where she was like beating the shit out of uh, Angel Hayes and she was laughing at doing it. Yeah, man. Like she, which you don't really see from Ginny. Usually she's scowling the whole match. So yeah. it's cool that she was like yeah. finding joy and making someone else like suffer. Um, what, what do you think to them taking Connors off her, like reasoning behind it? Like, was he on the tapings? Uh, no. 
she was, and she came out. She didn't come out with him, and I was like, "Oh, have they binned him off?" I wonder. I was going to say, I wonder if um, they've done like some like. I wonder if some contracts have come up, maybe. Don't know, because they can't. They can't do releases, but they can. They could. They could quite easily just let a contract expire. Hmm. It's a shame. Joseph Collins is good, man. If he, he just felt like in, in the very few matches he'd had over the last year, he was sort of getting towards that like that righteous killer gimmick that he was doing before. Yeah, just give him the righteous killer gimmick. Have him fucking instead of using "Don't look down," have him start using the righteous killer again, where he just murders people with package DDTs. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, uh, after Ginny, just very. Very dominant, very aggressive. Just dispatches, doesn't she? I, just, but she kills Angel with the makeover. Yeah. Like, she she literally killed her. Like It's it was... such a vicious-looking move, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, there's certain people Ginny does it to, and, like, they, they just sell it amazingly. Yeah. Like, Angel, Angel Hayes sold this, like... Yeah. A- Angel Hayes sold this, like, her face was going to penetrate through the fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> sold it like she was going to end up in the upside down. Um, <laughs> it was fucking awesome, but yeah, um, that's a Stranger Ginny, Things reference for anyone that didn't get that, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Ginny, um, makes short work of Angel Hayes. I'm intrigued by where they're going with this mm. different character sort of tweak of Ginny. Just give her the belt, she, she I mean, just, I, yeah, I just, yeah, just give her the belt in it. I, I can't even say anything, okay. That makes me think maybe she has. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that. She, oh, no. God. I hope it's not fucking Zaya Brooks. Eh? Ooh, um, ooh. It's God. definitely not. It's definitely not. Don't worry about that. All right. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I won't, yeah. I um, won't put that evil on you. <laughs> that's good. Um, so, yeah, Nina Samuels um, tries to get an exclusive with Mako Satamora. Um, and Mako just looks the whole time like she wants to end Nina because she, like, interrupts her trading. She, um, fact that she doesn't even say anything. She, she just, just glares at right out. Nina yeah, Samuel then, shits a brick. <laughs> and then Millie McKenzie just goes, uh, Nina, we're training. And Miko just takes a step forward and she runs off. <laughs> oh, and that, that was a Nina Samuel show. And she's, All right, it's fine. All right, I'm going. <laughs> Sorry. Did you did you notice as well? A little Easter egg in the background. No. Blair Davenport watching. Oh, okay. You could like you couldn't. You couldn't see it clearly because it was blurry because, like, she was in the background. Right. But you could you could tell because of her hair. That makes sense. It was like, oh, yeah, there's Blair Davenport watching the whole thing. I, I imagine Blair Davenport's going to go Ginny hunting soon. Not Ginny hunting. Well, she's probably go Ginny. She, she teased she was going to do something with Danny Luna last week. Who did? Blair Davenport. Blair Davenport. That could be why Luna's off. Maybe we'll see some video thing next week of Blair taking No, Ginny said she murdered her. Oh, she did, didn't she? And he oh, said, literally, either. like, implied she'd murdered her in the promo. <laughs> I've done a murder. I, I was literally like, fucking hell, Ginny, calm down, girl. Please, will come for you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, then we got uh, Noam Dar and Shah Samuels putting tape over See You Later, Mate, Tyler Bates, and <laughs> Akrit Amog's names. Um, <laughs> funny little bit there. Um and then we get a really cool Ilya vs. Rampage hype video. Um, I love Ilya... Rampage's bit. Sorry, you, you yeah. say it, yeah. I, I was going to say, Ilya just does his normal stuff, like long live the czar, um, mm-hmm. talking about 
overcoming bigger guys than him. You not and like it, it's always a good promo when he cuts it, but it wasn't anything different from what he normally does. No, um, no, no. So I didn't really take any notes on that. Uh, but then Rampage is like sitting down, and he's like he's at. He's almost acting not like a prima donna, but he's just, just being, like he didn't want to be there, like he was above being interviewed. It, it's yeah, it's like he's being awkward because he can. Yeah, yeah, and because they're all intimidated by him. Yeah, he's like, like he goes put the turn microphone that light on off. And, and don't want that yeah. light on. And yeah, yeah. the go put the microphone on. He's like, I'll do that. And he, yeah. He's, yeah, he's furious at the ring lights, like on him and like in his eyes, like turn that off. So then he's kind of like in a dimly lit room. It's got like a bit of grainy, like you could tell. Grainy... I was like, like me coming from like doing media production and cinematography and stuff like that. Like when you shoot an interview, if it's too dark, you got to whack the ISO up. Put the ISO up; it becomes grainy as fuck. And that's what happened on this. I was like, it's nice though. It gives it a bit of an I, edge. I thought it was cool. It was like yeah. the thing with rampages. The the at the whole like, oh yeah, he's like a, a working class guy from Yorkshire. No fucking nonsense. And that yeah. was almost like it gave it that vibe that he was like very sort yeah. of like blue collar, very um no nonsense, very yeah. no fucking round, grainy filter grainy ass filter. Don't need all uh, these fucking lights and stuff like doesn't that. Doesn't need light and doesn't doesn't want to wear the microphone. He just held yeah. the microphone and spoke into it. Yeah. He didn't even want to sit down. He was furious. Uh <laughs> he basically just says um that he came in with a lot of like reputation but that doesn't earn him anything NXT UK title is going to pay his bills put food on his table mm. and earn him a lot of respect um, I like it. I love it. Really, he's really grumpy and cranky I really like it but like at the same time he's a terrifying man yeah he is wouldn't like I, I've said this a few times on the podcast I paid him a compliment and shouted at me once <laughs> and it was frightening I, I genuinely was thought he was going to knock me pints all over me when I when all <laughs> All I said was was that I was gutted that he didn't win the match he was in. I was like, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, God, the big Yorkshireman's going to kill me. Um, and, yeah, then we get a little subculture thing again. Uh, Flash coming out of the... Me- it's weird that Flash went the medical room after he came out, he with, came the out with the sling on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, continuity-wise, it seemed a bit off. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Williams then comes along. Uh, he says that the uh, he says that the medical medical room should be a subculture's dressing room. Mark Andrews says I'm cleared, and he tries to like get in Kenny's face, and Kenny's like, "Whoa, boy!" <laughs> um, and I'm I'm guessing we're gonna get that match in a week or two. Yeah, not on your tapings, evidently. After what you no. said, um, and yeah, that leads us to the main event, which was Sam Gradwell versus Noam Dar. Um, for the Heritage Cup, uh, this, this was quite a fun little match. It wasn't very long. I enjoyed this a lot, man. I, like, I thought it was really good. Feels like they're slowly turning Radwell face because he, I like, feel, on I feel like this match kind of solidified it. Yeah, like on commentary, like Nigel McGuinness was making a, a real point of saying how, like, basically not siding with him like he typically does with the heel. Yeah. And for weeks, months before this, he would always side with Gradwell. And now he doesn't. And so, yeah, they're starting that face. And it's cool. Like, I like Sam Gradwell. Like, we both said, like, he's grown on us in, in recent weeks and months. Um, and this kind of felt like almost the the peak of that 
I, I hope they don't make him like happy, clappy Butland's baby face, though. I want him to still no, be no, like... No, I want him to still be exactly <coughs> as he is, but just over. Yeah, I want him to just be an abrasive little shit, but in a good way. Like, yeah. that is funny. He's, he's um, a prick, but he's our prick. And we're fine yeah, with that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want I don't want WWE to overthink it on this one. Mm. Be like, oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> um yeah, so um first round, uh Gradwell overpowers Dar. Um he uses his knee brace to get an advantage like he did against Akid. Mm. And then just hits the cradle shock and first fall very quickly. Yeah, man, that came um, out of nowhere. I was I had a bit of a gripe with this because uh, Shaw was like dead selling it. Obviously yeah. we obviously we got like they, they gave us a reason in the second round, mm. but the rules do say if it's a KO, match over. Yeah, and, it, and I mean Shaw it was he actually jumping. dragged him into the corner, didn't yeah. he? Shaw was like trying to resuscitate Dar, wake him up. Uh, he was shouting that um, he's been knocked out. Yeah, which ref should have called it. Was, okay, well, Gradwell's won the match. Yeah, just like we're massive fucking one bombed Connors. Yeah. Um, and he tried to do. He did like the little tease of it, didn't he? And uh, he could Tyler Bate when he just started like throwing bombs at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Second round starts. Stars playing possum. Uh, he like falls out the corner. Uh, and then he just starts going after um. He um oh shit no I'm looking at the wrong fucking sentence there. That's why I was getting confused. <laughs> he falls out the corner and then he goes for a roll up and uh goes for like a um a guillotine. Gradwell beats him up some more as Shah distracts Gradwell. No, I'm uh takes takes advantage, kicks his leg out, hits an over roller and gets the uh, equalizer, which yeah, is very, very quick order. Mm, uh, mm. Third round, Dar just goes straight after Gradwell's knee. And manages Gradwell manages to fight back. Uh, hits a really nice looking release butterfly suplex. Um, Dar goes for the champagne super knee, bra- knee bar with about forty seconds to go of the uh, third round. Yeah. And Gradwell's not tapping, but as he's in the hold, so like tearing the knee brace. Dar's up, like yeah, Dar's like ripping up the knee brace basically, and then uh, Gradwell has to like remove it at the yeah. end of the round because that was a cool visual like him pulling it off and then just being like right this is useless now like I'm just gonna fight without it I can't remember whether yeah. it was this round or the next round but <laughs> like Shah Samuels at ringside like barks in at Noam Dar he's like one more fall and we can go for a pint <laughs> oh, yeah it was this round <laughs> also uh, he shouts mug him off dead loud at the mug start him off. Of at the start of round four, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And a little mug him off chance starts. <laughs> Which was like fantastic. Shah's so over. Um, but then of course he will because he's a local guy. Of course he um, is. So yeah, um Gradwell obviously continues with valiantly without the knee brace. Uh Noam like throws him into the ropes, and then as he's distracting the ref, Shah slams uh, Gradwell's knee into the apron. Mm. Um Gradwell hits an STO out of nowhere, goes for another cradle shot. Dar manages to fight out, eventually kicks out the knee. Uh, Gradwell catches Dar off, off the top rope after playing possum himself, which was a cool little callback. Yeah, I like that. Where, like, Shah had put his foot on the rope so Dar could, like, do, like, a knee drop across his knees, and then yeah, yeah. Gradwell just popped up dead quick. Um, goes for the cradle shot again. Shah throws the scarf to Dar and tries to pull him. I love that. Like Shah just goes flying. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I love as well, like how much Shaw was throwing himself around at ringside, like every time. He just fucking Brad... ragdolling, wasn't he? Just all over the place. Uh, yeah, every time Bradwell got a near fall, he was on the apron and then just flung himself. <laughs> <laughs> he is proper like panto dad, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm all for it. And yeah, uh, Dar uses the leverage from Shaw, like doing the tug of war with the scarf to roll up Bradwell, which was really cool because I didn't realise mm. what was actually happening until it had happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gets a two count. Dar eventually locks in the champagne super knee bar. Um, and with seconds left of the round, Gradwell does tap out. Yeah. Oh, that was a great finish. Like I I I knew the result of it. Uh mm. in the obviously tapings-wise, like there was another Heritage Cup match, so I knew yeah. that he retained, but still felt kind of disappointed because I was just like, Oh, he's been he's fought so valiantly. Like, like again, like. Yeah. Like Gradwell's match the other week, and it was just like he's really starting to build kind of momentum and this whole like looking strong in defeat and, and whatever else sort of thing. And was just like, oh man, like he's, that, he's had his knee battered, he's had the knee brace took off, like he's, he's survived an absolute onslaught. And to see him tap out of like seconds to go, like you really felt for him. Yeah, that felt like the match where they've kind of like solidified the face then, though. Yeah, I reckon so. Which is quite, quite good considering they've basically done it over two weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and he teased it last week, and then they did like the the um, thing earlier in the sh- show where he challenged Dar, and then they did the actual match. So yeah, they've they've done they've done well to like to um, solidify that. I think it was a really good babyface performance from Gradwell. Gradwell looked yeah. like an absolute beast at times in this match. He did yeah. First two rounds, he didn't break a sweat. <laughs> he just yeah. pulverized Dar, and then. Only because of cheating, they, they ended up like losing the momentum. It was, um, and that that was the whole way Dar kind of got his like advantages throughout the match. Mm. It was down to just like cheating and underhanded tactics, which was which is good. Um, but also Gradwell was doing like a little bit of cheating here and there himself, a little bit. And obviously, like obviously, like because there was shades of grey, and by the end of the match, he was fully fledged baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Um, the length of it, like the fact that it only went four rounds didn't really hurt. I, I think sometimes with Heritage Cup matches, it's better if they don't all go like to like the wire because yeah. you kind of, you, you it's not, not filler, but it, it can almost feel like filler with some matches. Yeah. Like there's one so, or oh, two. We've, where... we've got a match where we know we can just drag this out and fill up time with yeah. it. And it's for the sake of it rather than it being kind of like, oh, it's integral. To the storyline, or yeah, I can understand why this went six rounds. So, I don't know, we'll just drag it out to fill time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. there's been one or two where they've they have done that and it's like gone like to the fifth or sixth round. It's like it didn't need this. Yeah. They could have done it, could have yeah. done it in less time. Especially like uh, there was there was one with Tyler Bate where like literally it, it was the Jack Stars one where he like it felt like that final round he just rushed through everything mm-hmm. like just got his shit and then finished the match and was like, oh, yeah yeah what was the point of the rest of the match but yeah. this this told a really good story um, yeah no I loved it man like really good outcome like as I say Gradwell with pretty much the full baby face turn um, yeah and it'd be cool to like see where he goes off the back of this as well with that And but as you say I hope they keep that that same character, they don't kind of change or tweak it too much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that was NXT UK. Uh, what are your highs and lows, mate? 
Oh, I don't know, mate. It was, it's a really good episode. Um, I love Rampage's promo. Um, I thought Devlin and Andrews was a really cool match. Um, as you say, very different from Andrews' previous match, but still really good. Like this was there basically to kind of make Devlin look like the bigger deal and kind of build him up a bit more. He's been quiet for a while. Um, yeah, I'll, do you know what? I'll say Gradwell and Noam Dar specifically for just how good Gradwell looked in it. Like the yeah. match itself was really cool. I thought they had great chemistry. As you say, those opening two rounds, Gradwell looked like an absolute fucking monster. Um, and yeah, he's quickly becoming one of my favourites. <laughs> You'd have asked me six months ago. I remember we were saying he came out this whole yogurt, thunderstorm nonsense. And I just, oh, shut the fuck up. And now it's just like, I just want to see him on TV every week. I want to see him antagonising subculture every week. I want to see him come in and just fucking dropping people top, like a big old beast. baby face. Top. Sam Grubber. <laughs> so yeah, that, that'll be my high. Um, my low... Um, Isla Dawn, Aaliyah James, not the match itself. It wasn't a terrible match. Like it was pretty much a squash, but just more so it feels like this weird halt of momentum that they felt like they were building with Aaliyah James. But also I'm just really baffled what they're meant to be doing with Isla Dawn's character. Like I just feel like I need a bit more clarity if I'm going to try and invest in it because it feels like they've got an idea or they had an idea and they've either run out of momentum or they're not sure how to get to the final outcome with it. I'm just, I'm, I really don't know what's going on with it. And part of me wants to be invested, but the other part of me is kind of bored with it. Yeah. I I'm, I agree with the Isle of Dawn stuff. It's getting to a point where it's like, either do something, like, do something with it, or mm. what's the point of this whole thing? Yeah. I felt like they were maybe trying to build her up towards like Eva Valkyrie. Yeah. That battled. was the other thing I was going to say. Where's Eva Valkyrie? Is she injured? Yeah, don't you remember in the Ginny match? She absolutely destroyed any. Oh, shit. Yeah. Had yeah, an yeah, old yeah. bar match with Ginny and had to like finish it by like doing a modified maid in Japan. Ah. Nearly killed Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, okay. did, did the Seth Rollins fucking powerbomb off the top. Yeah. Low, yeah, yeah. unique thing. Yeah. Like, Ugh. Almost identical to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about you, dear? What were your highs and lows? Um, my high. I'm probably gonna probably gonna say I'm with you. To be honest, Gradwell Dar. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gradwell Dar. And my low. I've got two. I can't choose from one was that Gallus promo was just shit. I, I've uh, forgotten that was on there, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I feel like with the Gallus promo, it should have been more if they were gonna do well, if they were gonna do that for a start, they should have had like Taya Man and his boys explain like like their mm. actions and kind of hype that match a bit more. We'll get that next week though. We'll get a little Probably. thing from next week for sure. Um and the other thing was Zaya Brookside because that was dreadful. Oh, God, yeah. That was like a minute of my time. I'm never getting back. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty it was, shit. It was just dog shit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that it was those two, I, I literally couldn't pick one between the two. Like, the Gallus promo was just silly. Um, 
bit nonsensical. Didn't really get to a point. They were, they were like, oh, we didn't really... We didn't really know that it was going to be Charlie Dempsey. It's like, you've literally been fucking interrupting his promos the last three weeks. You abrasive bastards, of course, it's going to be Charlie Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. I'd fucking kill you if I was Charlie Dempsey as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, Zy, the Zy Brooks, I'd whine. He spoiled girl carriage. just not naff. doing anything. Naff, it's naff. Really naff. bad. Yeah. But yeah, um, that was NXT UK. Um, it was. It was indeed. As we both said, very good show indeed. Um, if you want to, people want to talk to us about these shows more. Where can they find us, mate? All over them social medias: Facebook, YouTube, Instagram at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Nice, nice. Okay, that rolls off the tongue and now, mate. I've got it down. Did you add Instagram to that? Yeah. Okay. Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That you were. I, I, I was didn't quite register it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us as always. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Tatty, bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. <laughs>